into the holiday season, the season where everybody is forced to be merry and love the time that they spend with their families. Ah, families. They are the curse and the bane of our existence, unless they're the support that we desperately need. But how often does that really happen, right? So we are going to be talking about the familial spoke this week. Because as the holidays come, that spoke is one of the most difficult to manage. When I was growing up, we celebrated Christmas, but we didn't have a lot of extended family. So it was just my brothers and me with my grandparents and my parents. Now, as the tradition holds, we did the nativity the way that we were supposed to do it, right? And being the only girl, you would think that I would be able to play Mary. I got to play Mary when I was younger, but as I got older, my brother got married and his wife got the role of Mary. Now, I was in my teens and I thought that it was only fair that that role got traded off and I went and I said, can I play Mary this time? Because I'd been playing the angel for several years. And my sister-in-law actually looked at me and she said, I'm actually pregnant, so I get to play Mary. I, I didn't know we were auditioning and doing this for real. Why is that what gets you to play Mary? So the next year, I asked if I could play Mary. And my sister-in-law said, I have the baby, so I get to play Mary. So apparently I was never going to be able to play Mary because the next year I just assumed that maybe she was trying to conceive and so she got to play Mary and I didn't. Now why am I telling you this story? Because I started hating the nativity. It wasn't about being together as a family. It was clicky. How in the world was my family clicky? Why did my sister-in-law, who married into the family, get the more important role and I got to be cast aside? I did not understand that. Even when I was pregnant, I still didn't get to play Mary. I got to play Santa because I was fat, and so that worked out. But I didn't get to play Mary because, you know, there was another reason that my sister-in-law always got to play Mary. So when my parents finally disowned my family and me, uh, I tried to replicate Christmas. I wanted my girls to have exactly what they had had forever and ever for Christmas, you know, tradition, right? Tradition, yeah, that's not how that works. So I made sure that the four of us did the nativity and I made sure that the four of us had Santa come and visit and I made sure that the four of us did everything that the 12 of us had always done. Well, it didn't work and it wasn't fun and it wasn't merry and it wasn't Christmas. Now, my husband comes from abuse and Christmas was never a fun time for him either. 
So I started looking at it and thinking, why in the world am I trying to replicate stuff that I hated and stuff that he hated? Why are we bringing it down throughout the generations? That's not what tradition means. Tradition is about building connections and building experiences that bring a family close together, that make a family want to join together, that make a family want to continue generation after generation to do the same things because it's fun and they like it and it's supporting and it's connecting. So there at Christmas time, there is this huge expectation of perfection. We have to spend all of our time with our extended family and we have to love every minute of it. Now, I deal with a lot of teens and I get the parents coming in and saying, they're fine. And I'm like, mm, they want to kill themselves. They're not fine. And they're like, but we went to their aunts and they hung out with their cousins and they went to their grandparents and they had a great time. They ate and they laughed and they played. And I will talk to them and I will say, how are you doing? And they will say, it's overwhelming and I can't handle the expectation of what it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be happy and jolly and loving this and I'm not and I don't. And I will look at them and I will say, then create what works for you. And they are like, what? Is that allowed? Like, well, not only is it loud, allowed, I'm encouraging it. Please do what works for you. Stop with this expectation of, I love spending every single second with my family. There is a Christmas song that I hate. Christmas is for children. Oh, please, it is not. The first time I had my kids, I thought, oh, yay, Christmas is for children. And they were stressed and they were overwhelmed and they were miserable and ornery and overstimulated. And every time I took them someplace, they were complaining and crying. How is that for children? That is not. So if you really want Christmas to be for children, then you need to take away the expectation that they have to love all of this because to them, it's just very stimulating and they don't understand why they're expected to always be happy. I have said in past podcasts that you cannot live in the extremes. And so we get into the holidays and we expect our kids to live in the extremes. And then as we become adults, we're expected to live in the extremes and we're expected to enjoy living in the extremes. Now, how does any of that make sense? So how does this all come back to the familial spoke? I'm not telling anybody to exclude family because they're difficult to be with at the holidays. What I'm saying is that we need to look at the familial spoke in a healthy way. Ah, my mantra, in a healthy way. So what examples I've been giving are all the unhealthy ways of doing it. So what we're going to look at right now is the healthy way of doing the familial spoke, especially at this time of year when it's expected that we spend all of this gaiety with our families. There are several different levels 
of family and spending time with family. There is our immediate family, my husband, my kids. There is my extended family, uh, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, you know, however far that goes. And then there's the surrogate family. Now, all of these can be unhealthy or healthy. It depends on how you make it. So when my parents were disowning me, and they included my kids and my husband in that, I didn't have grandparents for my kids. Now, grandparents are important, but I couldn't force my parents to want to be with my kids. And so I went out and I found surrogates. I found people who did want to be grandparents to my kids. I found people who wanted to be surrogates to me and my husband. And we started making our traditions with these people instead of forcing people who didn't want to be with us to be with us. How can you force people to be with you that don't want to be with you? Well, I will give you an example of that. The very last Christmas that I actually spent with my parents. I spent every single Christmas with my parents. Even after I got married and had kids, we spent every Christmas Eve with my parents. And then we spent Christmas Day with my husband's parents. So it was at this time where my parents were being very, very difficult. And my dad formally invited me and my kids and my husband to Christmas Eve. I'm like, I've never had a formal invitation to Christmas Eve. We just always spent Christmas Eve with my parents. So I called up my brother and I said, what should I do here? And my brother said, if you want to have any relationship with mom and dad, you need to go. I said, all right, then I'll go. And I told my husband and we went. Now, my parents purposely made every single activity so that they didn't have to actually be with us. It was the worst, weirdest Christmas Eve I've ever had. We ate dinner that my, my parents made sure that they made food that they knew that we didn't like. And they made sure that they sat at one end of the table and we were relegated to the other end of the table, which is weird because it was just us. And then my one brother was spending Christmas Eve with my parents. So my parents and my brother... Now, we had some friends that we always included in our Christmas traditions because they were from China, so their family was over in China, and they didn't have any family here, so we kind of became their surrogate family. So we invited them to this Christmas Eve with my parents, and my parents actually had them sit with them instead of with us. So that was dinner, and then we went to this activity. It's the Christmas village and you go and you look at all of these Christmas houses and it's outside. And my parents made sure that they were always one house ahead of us. Even if we tried to catch up, they would jump to the next house. They wouldn't wait for us. So when we got home and we were exchanging gifts, my parents made sure that we had one gift to open it was a family gift, and it was a message gift, a gift sent with a big message that they didn't approve of what we were doing with our lives at the time. So we opened our gift, 
And we actually had to pay money in order to use this gift. And my mom didn't even bother to see if we, it was tickets to the Nutcracker. She didn't bother to see if we were available on that day. She didn't bother to see if we could pay for parking or babysitter or anything like that. They just went and bought these tickets and gave them to us and expected it to work out. I came home and I called up my brother and he said, how did it go? And I told him and he said, I'm so sorry. If I had known that that's what they were going to do, I would have told you not to go. So tradition, right? Forcing family to be with you. After that experience, I never wanted to force family to be with us. So the thing that I do is I create a winter wonderland and then I do experiences for Christmas. I don't put the focus on gifts. In fact, Christmas morning is kind of anticlimactic in our Christmas celebration. And last year, my girls, who are adults, by the way, asked if they could help decorate the Christmas tree. Now, you have to know I'm very particular about my decorations. And when my girls were growing up, I informed my husband that I was not going to have a family Christmas tree where just any uh, ornament got to be put on it. So I got my girls their own Christmas trees so that they could put the ornaments on that they wanted to. And then my Christmas tree was mine that I got to put my ornaments on. So that's how I solved that problem. And my girls weren't allowed to hang up my ornaments because they were very fragile and very nice. As they got older, I would let them help more and more. And so as they were adults, I finally, they said, can we help decorate the Christmas tree and I would allow them to do it with me. So last year when they said, mom, we want to help you decorate the Christmas tree. I'm thinking, sweet, I don't have to decorate the Christmas tree. They can get it done. And it's not getting done and it's not getting done and it's not getting done. And I'm over here going, why aren't you girls decorating the Christmas tree? And they're like, we're waiting for you. I said, but you said you wanted to. Yeah, with you. Oh, they wanted to spend time with me. Well, dang it. I did such a good job that my girls won't do anything if I'm not there. I'm too fun. Ah, that backfired. <laughs> I should have just been miserable. <laughs> then they would have gone away. And I'm kidding. I love that my girls want to spend time with me and their dad and that that is their Christmas tradition. They really don't care what we're doing as long as we're doing it together. The familial spoke, it's healthy. There are no expectations here. Simply spending time together as a family. Now, if you have to get surrogates to make that healthy, then get surrogates to make that healthy. If you are spending your time forcing yourself to spend your holidays with family that doesn't want to be with you, that is not a healthy familial spoke. We can have family that isn't DNA. And it's as long as it's healthy, it really doesn't matter. Because the unhealthy family spoke is broken. So who cares 
who's in place. If your parents, grandparents, extended family, even husband or kids don't want to spend the holidays with you, then go find somebody who does. There are people out there who want to be with you and who enjoy having these experiences with you. And when you say uh, you're you don't want to spend Christmas with your kids. I have an example of a dad who completely blew off his daughter's birthday because he didn't want to be with her. He put it on Facebook how much he loved her and she was turning two, so she cared, you know, because it's on Facebook. And he went on and on and on and showed pictures of her and everything and didn't call her and didn't give her a present and didn't spend any time with her and didn't care about her. And she did not get acknowledged by her dad at her birthday. So yes, there are parents who don't want to spend time with their kids on holidays. Well, don't force it because all you're going to get there are people who want to send a message. Ah, uh, last week's podcast, right? I'm going to give one more example with this don't force it. My in-laws, they did not like me and they wanted to make sure that I knew it. So at Christmas one year, uh, I've told you this before, they would give me gifts with a message, you know, and the message was always that I was too difficult to buy a present for. And the best present that I ever got from them was a big generic bag of rags. Merry Christmas. Okay, why? Why am I trying to spend Christmas with them when they clearly don't want to spend Christmas with me? Why don't I just go and spend Christmas with the people who want me? This is how you have a healthy familial spoke. You don't do the age-old tradition that requires you to be miserable so that it looks right. And you don't shoot for expectation or perfection because all that does is make everybody hate what's going on and hate themselves for it because they're not having enough fun with family and so they're the problem. This is where we get the suicide rates that go up during the holidays. It's because of these expectations. It's because people think that they're the problem. They are not the problem. You are not the problem. Your familial spoke is the problem. It's unhealthy. Make it healthy and you can actually enjoy the holidays and the people around you will enjoy the holidays with you.